What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I am your host, Gretchen Garrity. I feel like when I start off every episode, you guys, I realize how... (laughs) lonely this is no it's not lonely like honestly recording these podcasts for me is just like therapeutic and so much fun because I feel like we're all hanging out and honestly like I'm admitting to myself I'm realizing is what I'm saying that every day like life for me daily life now since um it's kind of still in quarantine like I don't know anyone here yet like I don't have any friends here it's kind of sad and just haven't seen anyone so I don't really talk that much my day-to-day life I do a lot of editing like a lot of stuff on my own um, uploading YouTube videos editing the podcast taking Instagram photos cleaning my apartment hanging out with Brody I mean I talked to him but do you know what I mean I think I'm just realizing that like I miss talking like I talked to Max but that's it <laughs> I miss my friends I miss like being around people is anyone where I'm at right now No, but I was just thinking how whenever I start all my episodes, I always think, oh, it's me. Like, it's just me. And it seems funny. Like, I'm always like, do I have a guess? Nope, still just me. But I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. But I finally have such an exciting guest for you guys next week. I can't believe I didn't think of it sooner. Like, I'm just so excited for what we're going to talk about and my special guest. So coming soon, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, a little more. But... As you can see by the title of this episode, this was actually a topic that was requested from you guys a while back. I think I've mentioned this before. I literally have a master list on my computer of so many podcast episode ideas and topics from you guys because whenever I would be like, hey, what do you guys want to hear me talk about in my pod? This was one of the suggestions. So I usually will do ones that are requested like several times and I think I saw a couple of you interested in hearing about how I kind of found my own style and taste and yeah they I remember specifically like how do I develop my own style and we'll get into that in a little bit I thought I would just sort of catch up and chat for a second because like I said I miss friends and being around people And sometimes I do like the chatting catch up in the beginning and sometimes the end. Like I know last week I was talking about moving on from heartbreak, like very specific. And I was like, I need to get this out and tell you guys right now. So we kind of like caught up at the end. 
but I feel like catching up and chatting right now. So I guess let me know on my happy hour podcast Instagram. It's H-A-P-P-Y-H-R podcast. You guys know that your comments on my posts on there always are the best way to like get in contact with me. You can just pretend like those are the comments on like this episode, you know, because I always do a post for when a new episode comes out. And um, what was I saying? (laughs) That's the best way to get in contact with me about this episode. So yeah, let me know if you like when I chat and catch up in the beginning or in the end. I know some of you are probably like, oh, we don't care about that. We just want to like hear the answers. So I guess you can skip forward if you want. I won't be offended, (laughs) but we can catch up. So it's Thursday. I honestly feel like I lose track of what day it is every day and every week since every day is the same but so different for me I don't know it always feels sort of orderless and uh chaotic (laughs) which I'm trying to work on and I think a lot of that is just me and how I structure my my day and routine and stuff which I'll talk about that a little bit I always mention something and I'm like oh we'll talk about that later but seriously so yeah it's Thursday (laughs) it's Thursday already and I'm like oh gotta record my podcast and I always love recording like right before I post for you guys so it's so fresh and I know when you're listening you're like oh this is like her living life like last night sort of thing so I like doing that but I know like for my special guest next week we're recording tomorrow in advance so I'll have extra time to edit it and make it perfect I'm so excited but anyway this past week you guys on Sunday this is just like so exciting and it feels like surreal that it even happened it it feels like it was my accomplishment because it was my best friend and I love her so much and I'm so close to her but what I'm getting at is my best friend Taylor ran her first marathon on Sunday and it was so special and so exciting and I'm just like so proud of her like I'm smiling so big right now if you could see me because yeah I feel like like obviously I didn't run the marathon I'm not like being like I this is my accomplishment too but like I feel so deeply and like happy about it because I'm so close to her if that makes sense it almost feels like when Lucy and I feel certain ways about each other like we feel so strongly because we're so close and like sisters and twins but that's sort of how I feel about Taylor like I was just crying so much at the end of her race and I was just so emotional because I was like I knew you could do it like I'm just so proud like it was just the best feeling ever for me and I'm I'm sure her obviously finishing her first marathon so that was just so special that I got to go and if you guys didn't know if you haven't been like catching up on my vlogs or whatever which you should but basically when we moved here to Pennsylvania Max was driving the U-Haul and I was driving his car so there was no way to get my car here at first so we always knew in the first week or two once we moved here we'd have to take a road trip back to Albany grab my car and come back so it just so happened the second weekend we would be here and we were doing the road trip back to Albany. Taylor was running her, it's confusing because I'm going to say she was running the Boston Marathon in Albany because <laughs> this year it was virtual because of the pandemic and at first it got rescheduled to like mid-September and then they were like, okay, we're well, rescheduling it to mid-September but it's all virtual so everyone that still wanted to run it just kind of ran it on their own wherever they were. So she ran her first Boston Marathon, not in Boston, but I guess technically it was like for the Boston Marathon and it was just so special and I'm just so happy that it worked out that we are in Albany and we got to see her finish and the whole thing like it was just such an exciting day and I'm just so proud of her and yeah I'm just like bragging about my best friend because she's amazing and like obviously such an athlete so 
that was just really fun. I don't know if you guys have had anyone else in your life close to you like finish a marathon. I guess that's really the like closest person in my life that's finished a marathon. I've had one other friend um, run the Boston Marathon the year previous. And again, I was at the finish line like crying. It was so exciting. But I just feel like with Taylor, I was along for the journey more and I think specifically why I feel like so deeply and so proud of her I know I'm talking about this a lot but maybe any of you could relate to this is you guys know I tore my left ACL skiing last February got surgery in March had a whole big long recovery and here I am better today I'm great but Taylor actually tore her left ACL skiing same mountain that I did um like five years before me or whatever so it's interesting because it was going into our senior or our freshman year of college at BU and I was just I just remember her whole journey and it was a lot harder than my recovery journey for healing from my ACL reconstruction ACL reconstruction surgery Woo! she just had a really rough time and hit all the complications that you could and just had a long road to recovery is what I'm trying to say. So I just so specifically remember, like I can close my eyes and literally see it. The day she was cleared for running, finally like two years after her surgery, it seriously was such a long road. I remember running by the Charles River with her in Boston and that was probably in my best running shape which I'm no longer in that running shape and I just remember half walk running with her super slow she'd have to stop every couple minutes you know like it was literally her first run in two years and just to see how far she's come like I could cry right now because yeah that's just so special to me and it just shows like she's literally the hardest working person that I know so maybe that can be I really digress here in the beginning but that could be a lesson to any of you like if you think you have a setback and like literally her left leg didn't work at one point I remember being I would go to her like athletic training appointments with her physical therapy see her in there and I remember them having the um stem on her leg trying to flex her quad because they could not get her quad muscles to fire and literally work again like she had to learn to how to like bend her leg and work her leg muscles and stuff so to get from that point where like she literally couldn't walk for the longest time and then finally started like walk hobbling running you know to this point I know it's so many years later but now she's like freaking killing it and flying through marathons like what in the world so if that's a lesson to any of you like you can do whatever you set your mind to because this girl like I feel like doctors were like yeah you're not really gonna like run how you used to or row or ski or anything and she's right back at it better than ever so yeah, that's something really exciting that happened this week. Maybe you guys enjoyed that story. I'm really happy that I got my car back because I didn't have a car here. I felt like I was going stir crazy in here, just like trapped in our apartment. Like obviously I could walk around with Brody and I had him and it was fine. But like Max would go work out or skate or whatever and I'd be like, all right, I want to like go do something. I want to go at least like get some groceries or get coffee. Like I just want to go for a drive, like get out. So I'm just happy I have my car now. Um, I also feel like this past week, I, especially after traveling home and traveling back so quick, it's just kind of like not really a long drive from Allentown to Albany, but I don't know, travel nonetheless, regardless. And I just feel like since I've been back on Sunday, I have just been letting my body rest more and be gentle with myself. It's interesting because I know I said this last week in my last episode that that's something that I was maybe happy about. Yeah. That I was letting 
my body like rest more that day and listening to my body and just being gentle with myself and not forcing a workout and just trying to let my body recover recover from like the craziness of moving and all the stress and everything so yeah I've been listening to my body and it's been nice for when I'm like okay do I want to work out today how am I feeling maybe I can do like a little yoga maybe I can't really handle like a run or something like that Something else that just happened literally, wait, yesterday, two days ago. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad with like concept of time and days. But actually one of you guys commented that once on my YouTube video. I think it was like, it was so funny because I read it and I was like, wait, wait, they're totally right. And it was like, wait, Gretchen, I just have the randomest question, but I just realized since you don't have like school anymore, like classes Monday through Friday or a nine to five job Monday through Friday, does every day sort of feel the same? Like, do you never know what day it is and like what's going on? And I'm like... Yeah, that's kind of exactly how it feels. So I've been working on the structure. But um, what was I just saying? Yeah, yesterday or two days ago, I forget. Brody, in the morning, I'm happy Max and I caught it because sometimes his eyes will look kind of... Right. I haven't even talked about this in vlogs or anything. I feel like I've been getting behind, so I haven't vlogged the past couple days. So you guys are getting the real, the real tea first. My podcast little crew, you guys always get the real real me like it's always the real me but you get even more content that i feel like i sometimes doesn't even make it to youtube so i think it was two days ago um like i was saying brody will get his eyes will get kind of just like red and sleepy looking when it's really late and he's up later in the morning something like that so i feel like i i'm like yeah that's normal but we woke up and it was just his left eye was pretty red and then we noticed it was running a lot like he just had such a runny eye and we're like hmm like it looks like it might be bothering him like that looks sort of different than when he's just tired and so we are getting a vet here in pennsylvania which i'm so excited about that we have you know a vet here and we started in albany but i guess we'll just have like both kind of if we're there or here and obviously we knew we wanted to have one here since we're going to be here for the next year at least and so I'm so happy we had the vet and they were like, you know what, just bring him in. I things can like progress really quick. And if his eyes like running a lot, if it's kind of like yellowy, not to like be gross, but we, anyway, they were just like, you should just bring him in. And so we went in and he got looked at and it was the whole thing. We were so worried because it's how the vet is in Albany too. I don't know how it is where you guys live if you have like pets, but it's sort of like curbside service. Like car side to go I don't know how to explain it but like we just waited in the car basically like we couldn't go into the vet with him and we would have our masks on they'd have their masks on and we sort of just like exchanged him like they'd come out and we'd like hand them the leash and that was it so we waited for so long and finally we got the call like literally we got a call on the phone from the doctor we didn't even get to see him and he was just like yeah so Brody has pink eye and we were like what pink eye like how does he have that like I guess we're happy that it's not something like worse like I remember having pink eye when I was a little kid don't you get it when you're like a little kid and we're like oh my gosh how did that happen like I guess he's been meeting so many dogs here where we live um and just like yeah playing with dogs that he meets when I take him on a walk and whatever which is good because now he's all vaccinated and everything don't worry about that and he's been making friends which I know is a good thing like you want your dog to be social but I'm like oh my gosh did he get it from a dog and he was actually like you know what's more probable he could have gotten from a dog but he's like it's pretty common like we think you know puppies get into so many things and are always playing around and stuff like it's most probable that he was just playing you know in like dirt grass sticks wood chips whatever and it's sort of like he's like I think just debris sort of got in his eye and um I don't know I guess like bacteria on it germs can progress into like a little eye infection like pink eye so 
yeah, that was really sad. We're like, poor Brody. But they gave us these like, and I don't even know the terms, you guys, but they gave us these like medicine eye drops, like antibiotics, I don't know. And we dropped them in his eye a couple times a day. And like the first day we got them, it was like literally all the way healed. Like we can't even... He looks totally back to normal and fine. And I, he's been acting fine this whole time. Like, I don't think it really bothers him or hurts him. He's been playing just as normal and whatever. And he's so good about letting us put in his little eye drops. We clean his ears. It's very high maintenance. We give him his little heartworm medicine, his flea and tick. <laughs> now I'm, like, going off of Brody. You guys don't care. But, yeah. So, that was, like, the first, I guess, like, health scare we've had with him not like a scare like i feel like i'm sounding so dramatic but since our first puppy we're like oh my gosh we hope he's okay and i'm happy that it's very minimal and like no big deal so that happened just catching up you know what else you guys that i've been loving can i be honest this is me basically saying that i've been lazy this week i'm like i've been so gentle with myself like and i've been letting my body rest more aka i've been lazy oh my gosh i can't believe i didn't put this in my notes that reminds me I have been so obsessed with Selling Sunset. I started it like two days ago and I don't know how I haven't watched it already. I'm still on season... No, no, I just got to season two, I think. I am so obsessed with it. It's just so good. Like I think about it all day long. I just want to watch it. And I feel like I haven't had a show like that literally since high school. I'm not even kidding. When I would be like, oh my gosh, I need to go home. I want to watch Grey's Anatomy on Netflix or Gossip Girl or whatever. Like I feel like I haven't felt that way in so long. So... <laughs> That's just something that's exciting for me. That sounds so lame, but like I literally just love Selling Sunset so much. I'm just so excited to like watch it later tonight. Hopefully I have enough time before it's like my bedtime because I'm trying to be better on a schedule. But what I was going to say, this is me basically saying I've been lazy, but I'm so happy that my HelloFresh came this past week because I've just been making so much HelloFresh. Like I am just way too lazy to like get out a recipe get all the ingredients like whip up something that i think of and HelloFresh is just like so fun like this isn't sponsored by them or anything you guys know my vlogs are sometimes but oh, it's like literally just like a lifesaver like max and i are gonna make our last one tonight it's like this um pasta i forget what else is in it like pasta dish and i'm just so excited because we literally just like follow the instructions and it's like so fun to cook together but it's like less stressful because i feel like when we don't know what we're doing or whatever we'll fight and be like you do this you do that you're doing that wrong but they literally make it like foolproof like you can't really mess up and so that's going to be so fun <laughs> to cook that with him and i've just been loving it do you guys like if do you have hello fresh or anything like that like i just feel like little things i just really appreciate it and oh i keep saying i'm having a special guest next week her name is andrea and she has a long time family friend of mine and just like personal friend i guess i would say we met when we were so young you guys i don't even want to give too much away because i know we're going to talk so much about it we're recording tomorrow like i said i'm so excited and I'm so happy she's like carving out time for me because she's such a busy gal. She is just like so impressive and I just love her so much. And I know we'll talk, I'm sure like we'll talk about this, but she just reminds me there's a few other friends I can like think of at the top of my head in my life that we don't like live near each other or necessarily like see each other that much. But whenever we get to catch up, it's like such a treat and it's like you pick up right where you left off. You guys definitely have friends like that where you don't get to talk to them that much and you're so busy and you're in different states, whatever it is. But whenever you catch up, you pick up right where you left off and it's just like, oh, it's so nice. I'm smiling so big again. Like it just feels so fulfilling to catch up with an old friend and she just is, yeah, so special and so insightful and I just can't wait to have our episode together. I won't even like 
spill what it's going to be about but i'm just so excited and my last little thing that i'll chat about because i'm getting so chatty is i just self-tanned <laughs> you guys are like question we don't care i haven't put self-tanner on in well you know it's been summer so literally not all summer because i was trying to get real tan which like didn't really happen i feel like i didn't get real tan this summer like at all because i just wasn't in the sun that much i was like busy working inside on my computer <laughs> you know so didn't get that many sun rays didn't really get summer tan and i finally am back to the self-tanner grind i'm gonna just like treat myself and have it be a part of my self-care i'm just gonna start self-tanning like i don't even know how long i last like one once a week maybe and oh, i just feel so good and like fresh like it smells like self-tanner i use loving tan if you guys are wondering sometimes i use tanceuticals there's like a bunch of ones that i have in there um i'm trying to think of this other one dang it i can't even think of like the name of it but yeah i have a couple i like loving tan has been like my tried and true that i've used the longest and it just smells like in my brain i think the correlation of the smell is me being like tan and happy and not that you need to like wear self-tanner or have like tan skin to be happy i know so many people are like what is the obsession with tan skin but just me personally i just feel the most confident in my own skin and happy when i just have some color on me because i don't know i think it just reminds me honestly of like happy times on vacation and like i'm tan in those moments so maybe that's just what it makes me think of i don't know i just i think we can all agree that when you have a little tan when you have a little bronzed moment you just feel like extra amazing so yeah <laughs> that's what's up with me this week and oh you guys know i always talk about what i'm happy about right now like a happy quote something like that so what i'm really happy about this week well specifically since yesterday is that I'm starting to journal. This is like a really big accomplishment for me because it's something that I feel like I've always known is beneficial and that I've wanted to do and thought about. I like was telling Max last night about it. Like I can just remember moments in high school, like all through high school where I was like, yeah, I wish I was the type that like had a journal, but that's not me. Like, I guess I can't have one because I wouldn't be good at it or I'm not a strong writer or seriously, that's what I would think of. And I'd always be like, wow, I wish I could like capture these memories so that I'd remember them later on. But like, Oh, I don't think I could like commit to it or like I wouldn't really do it but I just remember feeling these feelings like uh you know when I was like 15 or 16 and I'm like hmm, I think I like like boys now maybe or like oh I like I'm really into biology I want to be a dentist like that would just be fun to like look back at those moments and the things that I know I was feeling and kind of like reread through it because I can remember it but like I think when you write it down it's just different than how you can remember it I don't know so what I'm trying to say is I feel like I've always wanted to journal. I never really, but yeah, if I'm being honest, I never really felt like a strong writer or that my journal would be like substantial or good enough. That sounds so dumb or like, yeah, like I know it's just for you, but then I feel like more and more I've heard of like how beneficial it is and how cool it would it be to like look back on your young life and i mean i'm 23 already i wish i was like 12 again <laughs> but at least if i start now i can look back to when i was 23 when i'm older so yeah i'm just really excited that i'm starting to journal because it's just like a little goal for me that i want to stick to a little uh commitment i'm making to myself and just really focusing on gratitude and the positives to attract more positivity in my life you guys know i'm so positive but i just think focusing on that and really like putting that out there in the world but more than just putting out there like literally pen to paper writing it down i think that could really help me and be beneficial for me so yeah that's what i'm happy about this week and 
my happy quote I googled this you guys know I always google <laughs> to find quotes and they're really good like last week my quote can I uh, no, I'm not going to read it because that has to do with that episode. But if you guys didn't listen, go listen to that episode, especially if you've gone through a breakup because you need to hear it. And um, someone posted on their Instagram story the quote that I said and tagged me in it and I reposted it. And then someone commented on the Happy Hour podcast Instagram and was like, you should post an Instagram story every week with like the quote that you say during that episode. And I'm like, wait, I love that idea. That's so good. So I'll probably do that this week. And this quote I found is so good you guys especially for this week so it goes like this find your own style don't spend your savings trying to be someone else you're not more important smarter or prettier because you're wearing a designer dress and Soma Hayek I don't want to say it wrong Soma Soma Hayek Sal I would say like Salma Hayek but um I want to say it right Salma Hayek anyway if you guys don't know her I love her me and my mom love her so much whenever she's in any movie or show we're like we have to watch it's Alma Hayek's in it and I think I just like tried too hard to pronounce it right and like really butchered it but like I think I've always just said Salma Hayek yeah that's how you say it right anyway if you guys don't know her she is just like so beautiful and I just love any movie or show that she's in so yeah I thought it was cool that that was from her and I feel like half the time I say quotes on here I don't get the author or there isn't one and so yeah that's just fun knowing that that's what she said so I'm gonna read it again because I really want to get it into my brain and yours too find your own style don't spend your savings trying to be someone else that's important and you're not more important smarter or prettier because you wear a designer dress so I think that things get a whole lot simpler when you focus on what you're comfortable in and what you like focus on what you're comfortable in and what you like emphasis on that because I remember specifically in high school feeling like pressured to dress a certain way and because it felt like being different was bad like high school is such a weird time why is it like that like I'm not even kidding you guys this is way younger I seriously remember this so specifically I mean this is kind of different but it was the sixth grade and I had a close friend at the time who we had a big falling out in middle school because she told me she didn't want to be my friend anymore. Isn't that funny how you like remember these things? Anyway, it was sixth grade. Maybe this is why she didn't want to be my friend. I'm kidding, but I think girls started wearing bras. Wow, this is like so weird to think of and kind of like sad or like emotional that this happened. But I remember girls started wearing bras and I just like didn't have boobs yet. Like I still really don't. And I remember wearing like my graphic t-shirt in sixth grade with my slicked back bun, just like going to recess, living my best life. And I had a friend and she was like, oh, Gretchen, like you really start, you need to start wearing a bra. Like everyone else is wearing a bra. And I was like, but I don't need to, like, I don't want one. I doubt they're comfortable. Like I don't have boobs yet, whatever. And she's like, you need to wear a bra. Like everyone else is wearing a bra. And so I don't know why I just like thought in that moment. And that just makes me think of like how growing up kids can be so like mean and judgmental. And I don't know how your guys high school was or middle school. Like mine, I feel like was very, like there wasn't like bullies. Like I feel like it was pretty inclusive, but I mean, that was my experience. Obviously I can't speak for anyone else, but, um, I do feel like when you're younger, like you feel so pressured to like act a certain way or look a certain way or dress a certain way. And like, I hate that. And I feel like for me, I guess specifically, going to such a 
you know, culturally diverse college. And I feel like a college that was so like inclusive and welcoming, I felt definitely less pressured because I feel like everyone was sort of expressing themselves in their own way. Yeah, I just love that she says, find your own style, which it can be, you know, easy to listen to find your own style but like okay how what does that mean and i think focusing on the part like don't spend your savings trying to be someone else and the designer dress part like the designer dress part is so important because material items i just feel like are sort of fleeting moments or like pieces of happiness and you just don't need to dress in a certain way for how you think you should be or what someone's telling you like you get to dress how you want i guess you know i'm just i'm always thinking in my head like devil's advocate like take what i'm saying with a grain of salt because obviously if you are like in a job interview or you know working in a profession where it's very um like you wear a suit every day (laughs) like i'm not talking about that like obviously your career and your professional life is one thing but i think i just mean Um, in your personal life like around friends and at school and you guys know like what I'm getting at right like when you're like socially acceptable to be in your own style which is interesting in itself like why is it only socially acceptable to be um, dressed a certain way in a professional setting I don't know like why is it that way and I know cultures of like dress and like attire are different at different companies like obviously um like startups I've been to people dress way differently than like big corporate jobs or I just know like different jobs my mom's worked like there's different attires or things like that but yeah now I digress I'm like going off on a tangent but that's just like interesting you know to think about that and I just feel like if you feel like you need to dress a certain way to be with certain crowds or friends maybe reevaluate why you feel that way and that bottom line you really should just be dressing the way that you want to and in the way that expresses who you are and makes you happy and comfortable yeah that's really what i go for so that brings me to my next point if you guys haven't heard of mod cloth let me tell you girl mod cloth is all about perfect fits for everybody I say that specifically everybody like everybody but everybody's body and finding unique prints vintage inspired pieces versatile styles that make you look good but more importantly feel good and that's really what I go for that's what I was getting at if you guys could tell you guys I'm wearing these new pink like loungy joggers right now that are so comfy finally long enough on me might I add since that is so hard to find in pants and well for me because I'm 5'9 and (laughs) high-waisted enough and I've also been so obsessed with my new tie-dye skirt from mod cloth I showed it in a recent video if you guys saw it just fits me so perfect it's so flowy and flattering and honestly I'm just so happy that it's still warm enough here in PA where I live so I can wear on like a cute little lunch date with Max and their different pieces are so cute you guys if you haven't heard of them before I just feel like they really have something for everyone with a ton of different options that really won't break the bank so to get 20% off your purchase of $75 or more including sale items like I know that includes sale items too you can go to modcloth.com that's m-o-d-c-l-o-t-h.com and enter code happy hour at checkout the promo code i know cannot be combined with other offers but again that's modcloth.com and enter code happy hour for 20 percent off your order of 75 dollars or more so to keep talking about my personal style and i guess how i found that and developed that 
it's so weird because thinking about this episode i remember just i felt like i couldn't talk about this for a while since i so felt that i didn't fit into a specific category of style or fashion and like i almost didn't feel qualified to like talk about it but then i just and i quickly realized like a couple things with being on youtube i think from the beginning i thought i was into like how do i say like fashion beauty stuff like that but then i think i quickly realized the difference between being passionate about you know like clothing items for different seasons and like new trendy pieces and just like liking clothes and sort of the difference between liking clothes and dressing up and the difference between that and like fashion because i think i just realized like high fashion and I don't know (laughs) all of that type of stuff is sort of different than what I was into and I think with my personal style and taste and preference what I've always said this brings me back to times in like interviews I guess or uh yeah just questions people would ask me maybe in person or if I've ever gotten the question of like how would you describe your style I would be like oh I don't know I just like what I like and I felt like I was just never like oh um yeah I totally dress like bohemian all the time boho is my style or oh I'm all girly or all preppy lol remember when like preppy was such a thing back in the day like the what are those shoes called sperry topsiders those were like such the thing at my school and like the low-waisted jeans with the belt and like the button up like the polo whatever or like I, I never felt like, oh, I'm just edgy or just trendy, etc. Like I've always just like dressing in all the categories, I feel like, and wearing all the different styles. Just in my head, it was just always everything that I thought was cute and felt comfortable in. And it's funny because what I feel comfortable in now is a lot different than what I felt comfortable in in the past. Like I was just thinking about how I can literally not believe what I wore to high school like oh my god (laughs) I feel like I would just dress in the most inappropriate things like I would get I would get calls home every day like uh you need to bring Gretchen like a new skirt or like pants to put over her booty shorts like yeah just what I was comfortable dressing in then is way different than now and it makes sense I was 14 15 16 17 whatever and that's a lot different than when you're 23 (laughs) and I just liked expressing myself how I liked and maybe sometimes it showed a lot of skin or made my school upset but I guess that's just always been my main priority like feeling confident and comfortable and when I say when I mean when I say comfortable is not only like comfy cozy like only sweats like I mean more feeling confident like comfortable in my own skin like comfortable in myself and other people seeing me in it if that makes sense but like to be honest the kind of comfy I've been going with recently for the past seven months uh the comfy sweats look has been what every day looks like for me <laughs> because of quarantine and not really going anywhere I'm like oh I might as well just like feel comfortable and yeah to be honest I miss real clothes because I feel like comfy clothes like right now I'm in like a long sleeve shirt and my cute little pink long joggers I mean I'm I'm wearing long things because I just put myself tanner on so I don't want (laughs) to have myself tanner rub off on anything but um 
no like I'm cozy is what I'm trying to say and it's nice like I like feeling comfortable during the day but I also feel like there are times where um like this just brings me back I keep thinking about high school when we would have finals I remember everyone would wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt but I literally would make the effort to get up a little bit earlier and put on jeans and a shirt and do my hair and like a little makeup because I felt like how I presented myself on the outside and how I looked correlated so much with how I felt and like how confident I felt and so I felt more like put together and I felt like I would even go as far as like performing better on my exams um but now I'm just sort of over it and comfy all the time so I miss dressing up I'm gonna make an effort to do that more just to feel more put together because I feel like that will really reflect on the outside it's interesting how you dress can affect your mood and maybe like not personality but like your actions or your attitude or energy levels or behavior I was just thinking about that I digress but I really love that you guys requested that I make an episode on this because I think it's so interesting and just so different for everyone and to give you some actionable steps here because you guys are like hello but how can I develop my unique style and taste and stuff I think my tips would be to create your not like create your basics but find your basic pieces that are sort of your staples yeah just your staple pieces because that's like what you're gonna base your everyday look on your wardrobe and it, I feel like everything can kind of like revolve around that um I remember in high school learning high school I keep talking about high school but I feel like that's how I learned how to like dress every day and I would always get like I was so into stripes and printed and colored things which I still am in a way but definitely more like mature neutral vibes and I just remember learning like okay this is cool that I have these pink joggers but like I have to make sure I have like a white or a gray or a black top or whatever to go with it like my cheetah print tank top isn't gonna go <laughs> whatever so um, I remember learning the how valuable it is to have basics in your wardrobe and I also just think that like me you guys that you don't need to stick to one look because I don't and I never did and I just felt like I could never talk about my own style because I felt like I didn't have one but I do think everyone's style is so different and like unique to how they dress themselves and present themselves and I always felt like I had to be in one category but then I like I said I just realized that I never felt like I was and I've always just focused on what I like like I literally would go off like wow that looks really cute on the mannequin or my friend looks really cute in this or I just like those jeans and I just always wore what I liked whenever I wanted whenever I wanted and I feel like I've never been too like picky about it like I like all sorts of different types of clothes and looks and I also just think like look for inspiration cautiously maybe i just say that and i just think that with being on social media because i think i think what well, we all know how trends like come and go and i never want to just be like oh i'm just like wearing ponchos now because ponchos are back in like i want to wear the poncho well i guess because it's trendy and in and maybe if i like the way how it looks on me but i think you always have to go back to like am i comfortable in this does this make me feel good feel happy everything like that because that's what matters most and I will have definitely caught myself in the past there will be times where certain items are trendy or looks and I will get that and I'm like I just like really don't like the way I feel in this or look like I just don't feel like it looks right on me for an example you guys maybe some of you were like no Gretchen don't say that but I can never get behind 
a flannel. Like, this is weirdly specific. But flannels, I just think, look so bad on me. And they, don't get me wrong, like, they look so cute on so many other people. Lucy looks so cute in a flannel. So many of my friends look so cute in flannels. And whenever I get them, because society tells me I should, and I have so many cute friends that wear the cute flannels, and I get them, and I'm like, why did I get this? Like, I know me, and I'm, I'm not really happy in it. I'm not really comfortable. I just feel like I look like a farmer. I don't know. Like they look good on so many other people, but something about flannels, you guys don't look good on me. So again, going back to like what you like and what makes you feel good and happy and not letting yourself be too inspired by other people or too like, I guess, persuaded by other people to wear certain things. And when you're shopping, this helped me a lot. You need to think of other pieces that you will wear with it and to like wear with it in an outfit like to make an outfit and if you can't don't buy it i need to take my own advice because like i'll be like oh this is so cute and i get it and it literally doesn't go with anything or it's just so it doesn't go with all my other clothes and i'm like hey that was really dumb and then you have buyer's remorse and you regret it and yeah and i also think i mean this is just what i think from what i hear because <laughs> i don't really do this or know about this i'm just not good at it but I think that, I mean, I know people make like mood boards and that can be really helpful. Like finding, again, that's sort of like inspo, like putting it all together, things that you like and you can see it all come together. Or like Pinterest, is Pinterest kind of like a mood board, but like online? It's so, this is like so embarrassing to admit because I feel like I'm tech savvy in other, every other area. But something about Pinterest, I've never gotten behind. I think it's because I honestly don't really know how to use it. Like I don't really get it. Um, but I know so many people love Pinterest, so I should probably like play with that more because I think that would give me a lot of good inspiration and sort of like fresh inspo, not just like, oh, like these are the people I follow on Instagram and they are all wearing this type of bathing suit now, so maybe I need it kind of thing. Like it's like, oh, I can just like look at these looks and see what like resonates me with me. So I know that can be helpful. I've just like never been good at Pinterest personally. And I also wanted to talk about developing your unique I don't know if like style and taste is the right word but yeah I guess like the style vibe look of your personal like space in your environment your apartment your house your dorm whatever it is wherever you're living because I think it can be similar to clothing in your style of your clothes things like that and I think just personally I've gotten a lot more into apartment styling and home decor man oh man we could talk about this for a whole other episode because you guys know i just moved into this apartment in pennsylvania and it is like a whole new world let me tell you just like learning about all of this and i feel like doing it the right way this time and actually taking the time to like learn about things and not just randomly throwing things together and i mean i still feel like i have a lot to learn on this like i don't know enough about the different styles of I guess like home design, like, wow, I'm gonna butcher this, but like contemporary or modern, I know modern is one, classic, traditional, I don't know. I just, again, like similar to clothes, focus on what's comfy to me, what feels homey and inviting and welcoming to me, like really focusing on comfy furniture, comfy blankets, comfy rugs, like comfy atmosphere with candles and pictures, wall art, things like that that just makes it feel put together and homey. What I've really learned, and I've learned this with clothing too, 
quality over quantity people because let me tell you i think when i first started youtube i really would do the opposite and i thought i just needed to have like a full closet with so many options all the new trends like it was all forever 21 and all my shirts would literally like disintegrate <laughs> kidding. but sort of like fall apart in the dryer after a couple washes and not everything but you know when things that like the majority of my wardrobe I would say was very inexpensive and not that inexpensive it always means low quality I just feel like I had a lot of low quality pieces that wouldn't last a long time and so in turn you end up like spending more money and yeah I just feel like I have learned that a lot and especially with furniture and like decorating your place I mean, I know it's hard because I can think back into like in college, I couldn't afford like really nice furniture and graduating and still really not knowing about the world of <laughs> like furniture and decorating and quality of pieces. I just like feel like I didn't care enough, even though I cared enough that I wanted my environment to feel like welcoming and inviting and homey and comfortable and have me like be obsessed with it and love it. But I just didn't really know how to get there because I feel like I didn't really put like the time and effort in to learn and I would just get random pieces that wouldn't go together because they were maybe a bit more inexpensive or whatever. And I know obviously like, oh my gosh, home stuff is so freaking expensive, you guys. And it's like, like my budget could really be limiting at times but I also know that if you just put in the effort to look at inspo and sort of research like different looks you're going for like you can so easily find like dupes and lower priced alternatives that most of the time aren't even like that worse quality if you just really put in the effort and I would just like fill up my apartments with Ikea that I wouldn't even build correctly and like in my last Boston apartment my bookshelf like literally just all the shelves like broke off and fell apart and I'm like oh man so it's like you know I could maybe invest in my pieces a little bit more since I'm an adult and they can stay with me now and I'm not like just packing up my car of like stuff that's going to go in my college dorm room anymore and so that's something I've learned a lot and I finally got help with an interior designer who thinks of all the things let me tell you because there are so many things I didn't think of she's like yeah those chairs are cute but are they gonna fit under your desk are they gonna fit under your table I'm like oh my god didn't even think of that or we're ordering rugs and she's like yep I'm throwing in rug pads I'm like whoop didn't even think of that so that was just like really helpful and I feel you know very lucky that I um just had that opportunity that I could work with her because I never had one in the past to help me with that sort of stuff and I always knew that I loved like I said again like really comfy homey spaces and specifically I feel like I would draw inspiration whenever I would go into the restoration hardware in Boston I always just felt so like whoa this just feels like a breath of fresh air in here like so grand and beautiful and Honestly, I was gonna say homey, but I wouldn't necessarily call like the restoration hardware store homey. I think it can be really like mature and adult feeling. So I like their pieces because the quality of their furniture is obviously insane and so nice. And I would also say insane prices. But if you guys have been following along on my blogs, you would know that I've been like restoration hardware outlet queen and you can find really good pieces for like a fraction of the cost at the outlet. So I'd so recommend um, places like that. Like I know there's an anthropology outlet or like a pottery barn outlet. I haven't even been to those ones, but I've heard of it. So yeah, things like that or like Facebook marketplace. You guys know I've been like Facebook marketplace queen as well and got the chair I'm sitting in from RA 
RH and the desk that you guys are on from RH for again, literally the fraction of the cost because they were on Facebook Marketplace. So I think again, you can really focus on quality without breaking the bank because there's so many ways to sort of like get around that. And yeah, I was just saying that the Restoration Hardware showrooms have given me like a lot of inspo and I think also have taught me a lot about design and if you guys have heard me in my vlogs, I'm like, symmetry, symmetry. And you guys are like, okay, correct me. It doesn't have to be like perfectly symmetrical here. And so, yeah, I just feel like I've been learning a lot. You guys know I love Arvin Olano. I always talk about him. But he is a YouTuber. He has his YouTube channel and talks so much about interior design and home decorating and stuff like that. So I just learned a lot about that. I was just a lot more prepared this time around because I know how important... <sighs> I feel like I haven't taken a breath. Sorry. I know how important my design of my or how important my environment is for me that I'm living in and yeah the things that I'm like around every day like the quality of you know my chairs and couches now seem like important to me since I'm gonna have them for a while and I'd rather you know maybe spend a little bit more for something that's really comfy or something I really like than something that's just cheaper that I don't like as much and that's just like me personally so oh my gosh wow you guys I digress but my computer just I don't know if you guys I think this is just from when I had to get my new MacBook if you guys remember the episode when I was trying to record with my mom and I spilled red wine all over my computer and had to go get a new one the next day because it literally fried it anyway what I'm trying to say is that's literally the only reason I have a new computer or else I would still have the old one I'm like I'm not trying to brag and be like my new computer but I do have a new MacBook because of that and ever since I got it the background I think I just kept the same since I got it and it like changes with the day maybe all macbooks do this and i'm just like dumb but like during the day the lighting changes on the background as it changes outside so it just got dark outside and my the background of my macbook just went from like sunset to like nighttime i don't know it was cool to watch that <laughs> anyway what was i talking about um restoration hardware showroom finding quality over quantity pieces things like that and also pottery barn stores always give me a lot of inspiration too like i feel like sometimes restoration hardware like all rh can come off really like for me personally maybe too cold or like too mature because i'm only 23 i think pottery barn can feel really nice and great quality but also a lot more um just homey and warm and inviting and i honestly feel like too restoration hardware can some sort of sometimes seem well not like minimal because they have such like grand big pieces but it can be like minimal looking and almost like yeah that's not really me like sometimes minimal can seem too cold or like uninviting for me and like i said i really like warm inviting cozy etc so yeah, I just remember in my last Boston apartment, I think whenever I had guests over, they would always say that about my apartment, that it was like so warm and homey and I just feel like my, I had like tan couches, like I feel like that was like a warmer color and I always had, always had like candles lit and I had pictures up and like warm fuzzy blankets and comfy pillows out. I just feel like it was really inviting, like all those little things, I just feel like make all the difference for me and I don't know if you guys aren't seeing the connection here. I'm like, does this even have to do with like developing your personal style? But I think it does because it's like home decor, okay, clothes, what are we talking about? But um, I think it's like your taste in 
your decor, like all of all of your things, like your home, your living environment, your furniture pieces, your decor pieces, your accessories, your clothing, like whatever it is. I think this kind of all goes in the same vein. And yeah, I think it's about the balance too in your living space, like having it be just right for you. And what I mean by that is like not empty. I guess if you're more on the minimal side, then maybe you want it like almost empty. Like I feel like I have some friends that are very minimal, um, which honestly is always like a breath of fresh air, but not cluttered because I feel like I can get on that end of the spectrum where it's like, okay, Gretchen, too much decor. Let's like have some self-restraint here and not be like cluttered. You're gonna have like a cluttered head with this cluttered space. So I think there's like a balance right in between where it's not empty and I feel like, wow, I this looks like I don't even live here and it's very cold and like sterile, um, but not cluttered with too much junk, like just the right amount. So yeah, that's just what I wanted to talk about in this episode, you guys, about um, developing my style and taste in my like fashion sense, clothing-wise, what I'm wearing, but also in my home environment. Oh my gosh, also I just realized, I was, I was like, there's something I'm forgetting to say, something that I'm forgetting to say, and that is, um, I would say I get a lot of inspiration from restoration hardware showrooms that i've been to because i just have they've always stuck with me how beautiful and grand they are pottery barn things like that anthro da 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 um where probably a lot of people get inspo because you can like walk in in person and like other designers have put it together and it just looks so great but my number one inspo i can't believe i didn't think of this or say this before is the one hotel when i first went to the one hotel in south beach in miami oh my god I was like, this cozy nature oasis is like so what I'm going for. I remember walking in there and being like, yes, like if I could copy paste their lobby, I would. And so um, I remember I have been showing you guys like how my living room is coming together. And then I posted, I was like, my number one inspo is like literally this hotel lobby at the one hotel in Miami. And my friend Louisa was like, oh my god, Gretchen, like it literally just looks the same. Like you just literally copied it. And I'm like, yeah, I did because I like love it so much. And it was so like light and bright and had so much greenery and plants and very like natural sort of rustic like wooden tables and um, decor and like plush carpets. And yeah, so I just love that. And I just feel like if you can find certain areas certain stores certain photos things that you're like wow i really like this and go off of that it helps a lot i remember having such a hard time in my last boston apartment and my friend brooke was like you guys know her brooke michio she was like her apartment came together so quick and it looked so pretty and she was like well i really just like did my homework kind of and had a vision and she's like i looked at so many photos on pinterest and sort of went off of that and so that is kind of what I tried to do for this apartment. But you guys, like I said, I'm really not good at Pinterest. So I literally would just look up pictures of like the one hotel. And honestly, I can think of also for my living room, I went off this one photo I found on the Restoration Hardware website. Um, I wish I could like show it to you right now. I'll probably show it in like a vlog or something because it's really what I went off of. And if I could just make my living room look just like that photo, I would because it's so pretty. But again, you have to be unique find your own touch and I think a lot of that comes with like the little things like 
your photos on the wall, like personal photos, personal uh, just pieces and decor pieces that are really close to you and your heart and your family, things like that. So we definitely have that too, which makes it feel so much more homey. And yeah, again, I think you can take a lot of what I said about home and decor things and apply that to style like things that are really close to you like I know you know on your wedding day isn't that saying like something new borrowed blue wow I'm messing that up but you know it's like you have something borrowed something blue and it's like when you mix all sorts of different things together like that's when you really find like your own unique touch and not just like I have heard when you're getting an apartment like don't get all the decor at once like do it slowly for so many reasons but also like you want things to be unique and over time and sort of mixed and not just all from like all from reservation hardware all from one place at one specific time so that just makes me think of that but yeah you guys wow thank you for joining me on this episode i hope it was helpful i hope for those of you that requested it that you listened and that you liked it or you found it interesting and yeah i'm not gonna try to confine my confine myself in my style identity into one box that i can check off because i've always just done what's comfortable what's me what i like what I feel good in what makes me happy and I feel like it's always changing and I like dressing and having pieces in all the different categories you know like I like being girly I like being edgy I like being trendy I like being boho so I feel like I like all the things and once I stop trying to fit into one category life got a little bit easier so yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in my next one bye Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.